the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John and Pastor Ed, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Radio is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John and Pastor Ed on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you have joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and help men and women gain control of their lives. Hey, guys, it's great to be back with you. I missed last week. I'm Mm. glad that you guys were in there to take it over. You guys did such a great job. And I know that you were talking about uh, the true vine. This is going to be about Jesus, the true vine, again, part three. So we're finishing up. I knew I had chapter 15, Blaine, you had chapter 16, and Ed, you had chapter 17. Yeah. So we'll get right into it. Okay, uh, mine's the last one is the world hates you. And Jesus talks about how the world is going to hate you if you are with the, the Lord. So I'll just read a little bit of scripture here, guys. If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. The world would love you as one of its own if you belong to it, but you are no longer part of the world. I chose you to come out of the world, so it hates you. Do you remember what I have told you? A slave is not greater than his master. Since since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. If they listened to me, they would have listened to you. You know, guys, I'm going to stop right there. It is so true out there that, you know, when we're out there doing the work of the Lord, that uh, we have people that say, hey, look, I, I, I just don't believe in that. That's a bunch of nonsense. I don't know why you guys are doing this. And um, what is it with you? And, you know, um, I want to make a statement here that um, we knew a person out there who for the last four years, and I won't say anything about an agency or anything else of that, but um, he would come out and he would see us out there working with the homeless. And I remember when he first got on with the force there, and so – Matter of fact, he, you know, I go up to him and I say, hey, can I pray for you? And he says, you know what? You can take that prayer and you just get away from me with that. And I say, okay. said, you know what? You can tell me that, but you know what? I'm going to go home and I'm praying for you. So, you know, um, and he would just shake his head. And over a period of time, um, he, uh, last few weeks ago, he came out and said, hey, look, I really need to talk to you. And um, boy, did he pour out his heart and he had a lot of problems go on. And you know what, Blaine, I think I um, and, and I, I talked to him and I said, hey, you know, we need to go to prayer about this. We mm-hmm. need to let God get involved. And Blaine, I think you were over there. And I said, Blaine, would you come on over with us? And, yeah. you know, Blaine came over and this gentleman received prayer. And here he was an atheist, but over the time he watched us and 
He's seen what was going on and how we were helping the homeless. And here, a man who didn't want to believe in God, didn't want no, no part of it, is the one who asked for help. And you know what? And that's what the encouraging part is, folks. It doesn't matter how much people don't resent you or hate you for what you believe in. It's a, you. We know what we believe in, and that's what gives us the gives us the strength to go and spread the good news. Ed, I know I love spreading the word. I know you do, Blaine. You do, but the, you know the greatest part is, is that it's not work for us. It's it's sure. enjoyment, mm-hmm. and enjoyment is is seeing people turn their lives over to the Lord, and you can watch them grow, and that's the thing about it. So when I hear that the world hates us and we're no longer part of it. I'll say hallelujah, Amen. because I know where we're going to be, and I know where all of us are going to be, folks, including you, and that we're going to have, we're going to have our citizenship in heaven, and, it, and that's going to be a, I can't wait. You know, most people say they, you know, sure, am I going to miss friends and family members and stuff? Yes, but you know what? I know where they're going to be, too. So, you know, they're going to be there to join us. So, you know, guys, I just wanted to start the show off that way. I know um, I know. at the end of mine in chapter 15, it talks about Jesus says, hey, look, where I go, I'm going to send you the advocate. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that advocate is the Holy Spirit, folks. And he will t- he keeps us in truth. He keeps us to know what truth is. He know- So when the devil tries to confront us and tries to break us down, and he'll tell you, you know what, you ain't you ain't doing nothing. You're not worthy. You know what? We can tell him, get behind me, saying, for I know who my Lord is, and I know what he does for me. So, you know, if you don't know the truth, the devil can play all the games he wants on you. He's looking to probe you to get into your, into your life into a way that he can turn your life around and get you to doubt the word of God. And But if you put on the full armor of God— and we know what the full armor is, the helmet mm-hmm. of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of truth, the belt of truth, too, um, the sword of the word, and the the, oh, the shield of faith, and mm-hmm. the shoes that sow the peace, right? And that's spreading the gospel. So, you know what, guys? Um, I, I want to share on, um, there's a great scripture I really love, and that's in 14, John 14, ver, uh, verse 6. Says Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father except through me, and that's Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that is the truth right there. That is the that that's only one way that you get to you get to what? To the Lord. Mm-hmm. And that is through Jesus. And you know what? He's the one who gives you life. And that's what the thing was about. I loved about the vine. You know, Jesus is the vine, the gardener is God, and we are the branches. If we abide in him, he abides in us. And I got a scripture, guys, that will back that up, too. And that would be in um, chapter 14, verse, uh, I believe it was 20. And, it's, and it says, and you are in me, and I am in you. And that is another confirmation that if we abide in Jesus, Jesus is in us. And that's the advocate. That is the spirit. And Blaine, I know that you want to talk about the spirit a little bit more, so I don't want to run into your your uh, your work in that. But yeah. I just love, you know, I just love it because there's so many scriptures that tells us that if we abide in Jesus, that we're going to produce fruit. <laughs> and if we're going to produce fruit, he's going to give us things to do, and we're going to touch people's lives. And I, I tell you, it, it's an enjoyment to me to see that. 
Blaine, would you go ahead and share with us? Well, there's so many things I want to share about. As we all sit here at the microphone, I uh, just want to welcome our listeners. You know, we are so thankful and blessed for, for all of you. Um, we are coming into this uh, Christmas season, the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ, and we wanted to share with you uh, the vine and the branches as Pastor John has gone over. And you know that, that question you just asked, you said this is a good question. Um, with the person that we got to pray with. Oh, yes. And, you know, to let our audience know, we are called to be the light. We're called to be the salt of the world. We're, we are called by Jesus Christ. Our testimony, John, I mean, our testimony is so powerful. You know, when people doubt, and, 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 and Thomas doubted, right? Oh, absolutely. People doubt, but but there's so many folks that I get to see, and, and, and those of you, you've probably heard me say this before, but John is my brother, and I've known him over 40 years um, and so, and you've known me the same. Absolutely. We have seen our God, our Savior, our Creator change us. Oh, yes. We are, we're wretched, we're wretched, but man, I tell people, like, you should have you known me before I do Jesus. Um, so from, from what uh, this person that had been sitting around or waiting around or really kind of being um, present at the uh, park ministry, the homeless ministry, he was able to see you and I and Pastor Red and, and all those servants yes. serving those folks. And it's like, why? Why? And so it's a great question. And, and it's because of God's love. It's his love in us and that light that we're supposed to be. But the, some of the things you pointed out, John, I can't wait because they go right into some of the scriptures that I have as, as usual. So um, as I've been studying with you folks um, on um, chapter 16 of, of John, uh, we really learned about how our Holy Spirit, that he's a he. He's part of the triune. He is the Trinity. He's part of the Trinity. We talked about him hovering over the waters of creation. Um, he is with us. And this is going to be good because as with your one question and with the gentleman that's just watching and seeing, we all know, folks, that our brothers, our sisters, our family members, our neighbors, the people we work with, they're all watching. Absolutely. They're all watching. And again, we all fail. But man, oh man, if we can share some love, and most of all, as, as Pastor John just said, if we can share some truth. I have learned that God's word changes everything, and it changed us. So I'm going to start in, um, of course, chapter 16. I'm going to read verse 17. I got a couple different verses here. Okay. Um, chapter 16, verse 27, I'm sorry. And it says, for the Father himself loves you. Because you have loved me and have believed that I have came for, come forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world again, and I leave the world and go to the Father. So we all know this Christmas season, folks, Jesus came to this world and uh, was born through Mary, um, and he came from the Father, and he's going back. And as you read, John, in uh, chapter 14, he goes to prepare a place for us there. Amen. And the the biggest thing, folks, if I can encourage you and it encourages us, is this scripture that I get to read. I love this scripture. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and read it. And it's in the same chapter, chapter 16. It closes chapter 16. It's verse 33. It says, These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Jesus speaking, we got red letters here. Jesus knows, he knew, that's why he came. 
He stepped on this planet Earth and saw the pain. He saw the disease. He saw the hurt. He saw the relationships. Jesus came to this planet Earth so that he can experience what we're going to experience. And he didn't leave us alone, as we've been talking for a long time, man, is that he's going to leave us his spirit. And I, I don't know how anybody can do it. I, I, you know, we're going to have tribulation. And brothers and sisters, if you think you're the only ones out there going through tribulations, just know that we're right there with you. Mm-hmm. And we all go through them. But the promise is Jesus says he overcame the world. So we're going to have those tribulations, dig into the word, pray like there's no tomorrow. Pray for his love, pray for his truth, and uh, be in some fellowship. I know, we, you know, I've run into a lot of people that um, they've had some bad experiences with uh, being part of a church or fellowship. But you know what? We need each other. We really need each other. And there's a church out there, some brothers and sisters that want to encourage you, uh, where they're going to teach you the word and you are going to grow. So I just, I just, I couldn't wait. I couldn't add to uh, what you were talking about there, John, that um, we're going to have tribulation. And man, oh man, do we need our Lord Jesus Christ, and we need the Comforter, the yes. Holy Spirit. And I'm going to hand it off to you guys. You know, um, you, you capitalized on that, Ed. I mean, Blaine. And what you're saying there, I, I really, I do agree with. It's so true that we do need our brothers and sisters. When there's uh, tribulation that's coming upon us or upon you, you know that you have your <laughs> brothers and sisters to turn to, and you know, and that's what's so good about it. We are united. As you know, God unites us all together. So we're all going to go through trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. And, but the main thing is, um, count it as a joy, Jesus said to us, that you know that you do go through these. And you know what? I know when I go through things, do you not get a little closer to God? Do you not yes. get on your knees a little bit more than what you used to do? I mean, I, you still are praying, but it seems like you pray a little bit more and ask God. I don't understand where you're getting, where you're going with this, but there's at the end. Can I may say this? There's a rainbow, you know, mm-hmm. and that rainbow was the covenant saying, "Hey, you know, we're not going to go through this again." And so let's pass this test, you know. So um, absolutely, Blaine, I totally agree with you. So Ed, I know that you're ready. <laughs> Yeah, I just wanted to wanted to add one thing too. That uh, uh, there there used to be a uh, a thing out there they called uh, lifestyle evangelism, and in lifestyle evangelism, it's you lived the life Christ was, and people were supposed to come up and ask you, "Boy, you have a lifestyle I want." Mm. I found that never happened. <laughs> but what I did find is when I turned around and talked to somebody about Christ, they listened. Because they knew that lifestyle evangelism or or lifestyle with Jesus was important to me. Mm -hmm. And if it's important to you, then it's going to be important to somebody. They know you're interested in it. They know you. that's a big thing in your life, and they're going to listen. So I I do agree with lifestyle evangelism, not so much to to draw people to Christ, but to give you the the, – belief that uh, they're going to see Christ in you. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that's why we need to keep up with the evangelism. And you and you talked, uh, Blaine, you said, talked about you don't know how we got there in some of this. I'm going to tell you how. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> in in uh, chapter 17, verse uh, 20, uh, it, it, the first five verses of this chapter 17, Christ prayed for himself. Then from 6 to 19, he prayed for his disciples, and it was probably his followers more than just disciples. 
But in 20, he prays for us. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that we listen to this. Verse 20 says, I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. So this is a this is a prayer that is passed down through uh, uh, through the the history of people since Christ uh, died on that cross. It's been something that He has passed down that He's praying for us is what I'm trying to say. Okay. He's praying for us to be to share. And uh, then you talked about being one. It says in verse 21, I pray that they will be all be one, just as you and I. Or one, as you are in me, the Father and I am in you, mm-hmm. and you may be in us, so that the world will believe you sent me. That's the filling of the Holy Spirit, and sometimes we we don't understand the Trinity. Uh, but when we talk about Christ in us, when you talk about Christ and uh, the Holy Spirit and the Father are all one. All you need is the Holy Spirit in you to be part of that one. We're part of that one. And so mm-hmm. when Christ talks to us, it's through the Holy Spirit. And I and I think we need to really uh, understand that because I had a hard time when, when I was a young Christian believing how in the world is Christ going to live in me. Mm. But when I found out it was the Holy Spirit, oh, I understand. It made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <clears throat> he prays for us. Uh, and, and the future generations. And then he goes on to say uh, in verse 22, I have given them the glory you gave me so that we may be one, they may be one as we are one. So again, it goes back to in the first part, Christ asked about uh, bringing glory to the Father. Then in the second part of this chapter, he talks about the disciples <clears throat> bringing glory to him so he can bring glory to the Father. Now he's saying all generations, that includes us today, that we bring glory to Jesus that brings glory to the Father. So that was his call on our life, to bring glory to God. Um, I wanted to drop down here now to uh, uh, verse 25. It says, O righteous Father, the world doesn't know you, but I do. And these disciples know you sent me. So that's our message. He's, he's uh, informed us, revealed to us that who, just who Christ is. Mm-hmm. In verse 26, he says, I have revealed you to them, and I will continue to do so. So you wonder where you're going to get your word from here on. Yeah. He's continuing this prayer. He's continually providing for us. And uh, then it finishes up with, then your love for me will be in them, and I will be in them. So it's, like I say, he, he's, he's passed this down to us. We wonder a lot of times where we get our power and our authority as Christians. Well, Christ passed it to the, his disciples who have passed it down to us. And there's one place in Scripture that says we have the same power in us that raised Christ from the dead. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a powerful statement. But when you start reading this, you see that Christ, I, I think of uh, Elijah and Elisha. When Elijah was taken up, he said, I'm going to pass my cloak to Elisha, and you'll have the power 
to do what I do. Well, Elisha did more than Elijah did. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we find here is Christ passed his uh, cloak to the disciples who passed them on to us. And Scripture even says that we'll do greater things in Christ. But we just have to be obedient. Mm-hmm. With every promise of God, there's a condition. And sometimes we forget to look at the conditions. But just think of the fact that Christ prayed for you 2,000 years ago. He's praying for you today. And he's your advocate before the Father. So we're never left alone. We're never on our own. And uh, we should have the power to be able to do the things Jesus did. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, kind of the end of what I, what I had to say. But You know, Ed, I want to capitalize on that because you know what? I know when um, – you know, when Jesus came down into a form of a human, into the baby of the virgin um, birth, you know, um, he gave up his his power, his divine, you know, glory, all that was get left behind in heaven, you know, into his throne up there. Right. And he and but you know what? He always stated that he was never alone when he was doing what he was doing because the father was in him. And he is trying to get it across. The point is that when the Father was in him and what he was doing was because of the power through the Father, that is what the Holy Spirit is doing with us. Absolutely. So, so you know, I love it the way you explain that. It, it, makes it, it makes the steps easy to understand that. Yeah. Well, like I say, we do nothing without the Father. But mm-hmm. it's through the Jesus and the Holy Spirit that gives us the power and the authority to do the things we do. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, like I say, that's why the, this this from four, verse twenty on was uh, kind of hit me as well. Christ prayed for us two thousand years ago. He's still praying for us, and so we shouldn't be um, shouldn't have fear. We shouldn't be. We should be doing the things He's called us to do. I, I think of the uh, people He sent out, the seventy. Healed people, cast out demons. He sent the 12 out. They healed people, cast out demons. And it says that we have the same power. Mm -hmm. And we need to be doing that. We need to be putting that in in practice because Christ gave us the authority. And greater, he said, too, on that scripture. And greater power. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can do it. You know, that was the thing about um, it wasn't anything that, I did or you did um, to persuade this man. It's what he's seen that was being done out there. And and Blaine, you hit it right on the money. That was called the word of the light. And people see that. They just see something different. And and he knew. He didn't go talk to any of his, um, his partners or any of his family members. He came to one of us. Yep. And 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 that there's a testimony there. It's no credit I can take, no credit you guys can take. It, the credit is due, and the glory is due to Christ Jesus, who's the one who who led this man. And for an atheist to sit there and take prayer, I mean, that was one of the greatest joys. That I, it, it, those it's those little rewards that make everything that we've been out there all the time, the effort, and in and that that you're doing. It, those little, I call them little nuggets of gold that get that God gives to us, yeah. the rewards that just it just keeps you going. You know, guys, it's getting close to ending um, our time. We got a couple more minutes. Um, I like to give you this time, guys. If you anyone want to say anything before 
we end up closing the show? Well, if I can, yes. um, I know that you shared part of 14, and I just want to f- share the first three verses of that because sure. Jesus said um, in, in what I finished in chapter 16 that in this world we're going to um, have tribulation, but be of good courage, he overcame the world. He says to his disciples, he knows he's on his way out, and it's chapter 14, verse 1 through 3, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions, and if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. So hallelujah, man. I mean, these promises, um, he's on our side. He's thinking about us continually, and he's, he's preparing a place for us. Not on our works. Yes. It's by grace and by his sacrifice, by the bloodshed on the cross. Our sins are forgiven when we accept Jesus Christ. Which in those verses you you read, you know, he's the way, the truth, and the life. And um, I just want to remind our, our, our audience that we're going through trials. We're going through tribulation. He overcame the world, and he's gone to his kingdom to prepare a place for us. Perfect. Yeah. What a way to end the show. You know, folks, I just want to thank each and every one of you for listening for um, listening to us. I do want to let you know that we are a nonprofit 501c3. If you would like to donate to us, you can go to the Cornerstone Transitional Housing on dot org on uh, the website or you can give us a call at 619-715-6915 again that number is 619-715-6915 it's been such a pleasure folks um, to be here with you tonight i pray that god will give you a great rest and i i, I pray that he will touch your heart and folks we just want to say all to you thank you and good night Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on KPraise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com